For centuries, the Society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat known as the Kumite. Open only to the world's most lethal warriors. It has never been won by a Westerner. You are not Japanese. I can do it. Now, for the first time, the true story of America's super agent, Frank Dukes, can be revealed. Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. I'm going to Hong Kong. Frank is going to fight in the Kumite, and we're here to stop him. An awesome human weapon. That hurts me just looking at it. Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today we're talking about a movie called Bloodsport from 1988, starring Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker and Leah Ayres and Donald Gibb. And, and featuring in his first starring role, a little known actor by the name of Jean-Claude Van Damme. And his first starring role, his first, uh, he's been in other movies before by this. His but his second first, canon film. Well, technically, he was key cameoed in Breakin' 2. Which we brought up in that, uh, yes. in that discussion. Yeah, he was fall. He was basically came to Hollywood, hung around the cannon offices. He impressed the guys with his martial arts moves, and they gave him this movie, which was his breakout performance. And I think it still might be his most popular movie today. So before Unless we get rolling, mm-hmm. let me just give you an idea of how successful this movie was. Mm-hmm. Budget for the film, yeah, estimated between one point five to two point three million dollars, mm-hmm. which it shows because it was mostly shot in one room. Yeah, and it made that back at its box office. Would you hazard a guess? Thirty million. Sixty-five million dollars. Halfway there. Halfway there. Yes, this movie was a. This was kind of a weird production on this movie, but we'll talk about that one a little later. For now, we'll just say this was a martial arts movie starring Jean Claude Van Damme. And and because we were joking around initially, so Jean Claude Van Damme and Bolo Yuen, mm-hmm. who played Chong Li. Yes, the uh, villain of the pick. Donald Gibb, Leah Ares, and. Norman, Norman Burton and Forrest Whitaker. His best friend, his love interest, and the two FBI, or sorry, military agents after him. As well as his enemy. And yes, his the villain of the picture was uh, Chong Li. But yeah, this movie is about an undercar- underground martial arts tournament that's held every five years. And this year, our main character, Frank Dukes, is going there in order to uh, avenge his fallen friend who never got to compete. And he wanted to show his master what he's learned. To pay him back for everything he did for him. This movie, uh, since we, I want to roll into some of the trivia for, first mm-hmm. because it's important. The movie is, quote unquote, based on a true story. Quote unquote. Because there's absolutely it's, no way to know how much of this is actually A real. lot of it has been debunked <laughs> um, mm-hmm. in the in the past uh, 30-something years since the movie first released. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been unable to determine if the guy Frank Duke was in any of the places he claimed to be and if mm-hmm. he was just uh, selling himself so that people would join his Duke Ryu uh, American uh, karate studio. Yeah, but it kind of adds a little bit of uh, It of adds mystery, flavor to it, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, Though, the... in his version of the, of the events, it actually took place in the Bahamas and not in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it could be a whole heap of things. But also adding on to that... Um, like I said, this is a martial arts movie, which is not is not common for canon, I don't think. I don't even know if, if we've covered any they've done before this one, have we? No, we've, we've, we've covered movies that had ninjas in them. Oh yeah, that's true. They had the ninja movies. But which... we haven't had just a straightforward tournament arc movie. No, 
I don't think so. This was one of uh, Van Damme's three movies he did with Canon. This was the first one, and it's probably the most martial arts intensive one of all of them, considering almost everybody in this movie is doing martial arts at one point or another. And I wanted to say that this is probably his most famous of the three. Actually, most famous of the four, because I have to have to bring up that cameo still. Mm-hmm. But when your other two are Kickboxer and Cyborg, it's hard mm-hmm. to tell which is the highlight of the three. Yeah, this, this one, though, um, is the movie pretty much everybody always brings up whenever they mention Jean-Claude Van Damme. What's the movie he's most well-known for? It's Time Cop. Time Cop is probably up there for people who know about him. But I think this is the one. Because even when I was uh, when I was a kid... If anybody ever brought up Van Damme, have you ever seen Bloodsport? Have you ever seen Bloodsport? Have you ever seen Bloodsport? And I had to see it, of course. And my reply would be, no, have you seen Street Fighter, the movie? I have the game. (laughs) That would have been a weird thing to say in 1991, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, like I said, this is a martial arts movie. It stars Van Damme in his very first one. His very first starring martial arts role, I should say. He was in um, No Retreat, No Surrender, I think, as the villain before this. I think he was in Iron Eagle also as the villain before this. But he wasn't in either one of those a whole lot. And he was almost in Predator as the Predator. So he almost got uh, Schwarzenegger versus Van Damme. But that fell through as well. Nonetheless, we might as well go into this one. What were your general impressions of Bloodsport, Randy? Since I don't think you've ever seen it before. So I just wanted to, before you started, I just wanted to hit you up with... Mm-hmm. So prior to this movie, he had done... Uh, we'll ignore his German film. Mm-hmm. Monaco Forever. No idea what that is as an actor. Breakin' mm-hmm. as an actor in a cameo. No Retreat, No Surrender. Mm-hmm. And they say that, yes, he was in Predator, but I don't know what the exact role was. He was supposed to be No, he was a predator. stunt double. He was a stunt double in that He one. was supposed to actually be the Predator in that one, but it fell through. Which, again, would have been weird considering what, how big he got later on in the whole Schwarzenegger versus Van Damme thing. Yeah, so what were your... And it's Black Eagle you're thinking of, which is the next oh, one. Oh, yeah. Iron Eagle is the one with uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Yes. That's a whole and a other thing. It's a whole other thing. Not even close. Not even close. It's a whole other thing. Close title, not close movie. I thought it was a fine movie. I don't think I've ever seen that one. But let's go with Bloodsport, Randy. Yeah, Bloodsport. Like you said, uh, <laughs> you asked about my impression of the film. That's ah, a fine movie. Yeah, I said general impressions. It's a... Uh, I think this movie was a lot more influential than I realized at the time. I used to watch this all the time as a kid. But looking back on it now and you saw things like Mortal Kombat or all the other movies that came after this, including an almost remake called the quest in 97 or so 96 yeah this movie is pretty influential for a lot of fun fact about the quest Mm -hmm. is that he directed that film yeah and wrote it and starred in it yeah wouldn't be surprised i haven't seen that one in a long time either yeah um like i said this movie is kind of hard for me to put uh my blinders aside for considering i like the movie a lot and it's one of the movies i really went back to a lot as a kid Sort of up there with uh, Labyrinth in that aspect. I used to watch it a long time. A lot of times, sorry. Yeah. So, now that we got General out of the way, Randy, what are your... Lowlights. Lowlights. Oh, boy, is the acting great in this film. (laughs) Almost as if the majority of your actors uh, don't speak English as their first language and uh, have Mm. never acted in front of a camera before. Yep, that's true. That that's really is the low light of the film is that it's the, the music is awful. Not music. The the acting is awful. I was about to hit you with that one. The music is <laughs> is not is also awful, but in a good way. I love the music in this movie. And of course, the laugh-inducing ten-plus minute flashback at the beginning, where they constantly cut back to him 
uh, with the same shot over and over again. Yeah, that would also be my low light is the flashback at the beginning of the movie takes too long and it should have been spread out more. Especially considering there's a segment near the end where it would have been perfect to just put that in instead. Oh, you mean there's a segment near the end where they do another flashback, but this one's only 30 seconds, and they flash back to stuff that we literally had just seen five minutes before? That would have been a much better place to put it. But uh, throwing into that one, I, the want, acting is bad. I wanted to go straight into the, um, the, fa- the editing for this movie because... This movie was actually edited by Van Damme yeah. himself because the original cut apparently was a real disaster to the point where... Golan and Globus, of all people, wanted to release this straight to video. That's how bad the original cut apparently was. And Van Damme went to them and literally got on his knees and begged, let me cut the movie, I'll cut it, and it'll be a big hit if you let me do it. And he finally got them to commit to do it, and it turned out to be the best thing for the movie because now it's it's probably one of Canon's best-known movies after that. Because if you saw the editing in some of the movies, you can tell at this at this point... Like, yeah, I can see how this was probably needed to be cut, how why they added this in here and all this sort of stuff, because the editing is what really makes the uh, the fight scenes work. So it's what makes everything work, I think. So I guess we should be rolling into the um, highlights then. Yeah. You like the editing. I think the editing is what really put, pulls the movie together because of the way the fights work and even the way the character interactions work. They so my, my highlight of the film mm-hmm. is that... The fight scenes are all very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the editing works for everything. Though, the one thing that I have, if I ever meet Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'll have to slap him beside the head for, was the flashback editing <laughs> of just cut back to the same still frame of his face. Yeah. Over and over again for 10 minutes. It, yeah. it, it indicated a, ch- a jump in the scene. Yeah, like I said, that one that's the one part of, of the thing that I think could have been trimmed a bit, but... And the movie runs at a pretty svelte uh, 92 minutes. It's like, it's not a really long movie. No, it's just, it's it's as long as it needs to be for a martial arts movie. Thankfully, it doesn't overstay its welcome, which is, which is actually kind of, kind of a common theme with a lot of the movies we cover here. They go on a bit too long. This one's just long enough. Yeah, there's a... Every movie could be about 10 minutes shorter. With, well, yeah, with good editing, which I think this actually actually worked with that it had good editing so it was able to do everything it wanted to do got in and got out but like like i said another thing i wanted to bring up was the uh, a bit of trivia in this movie is that it was filmed in the wa- walled city of kowloon before it was uh, taken down and i think it's only one of two movies that were ever actually filmed there so this is like the only footage besides the other movie that you're going to see of this uh this period and this time which i also think helps to add a bit to its its atmosphere considering the place doesn't actually exist anymore either which bottled into the whole uh did this story actually happen thing i think adds to it as well yeah you're done with that i was gonna say we should move over to the reviews no actually i was just checking over some of this stuff for uh for mr jean-claude van damme but i'll go after we do our reviews it's just some trivia about him when we were talking about missed roles and specifically missed canon roles yeah that i'm gonna bring up in a couple of minutes oh okay so can I hazard a guess what you're going you to rate this film? You already know what I'm going to rate and, the film. And, 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 and so, I, know, I know what you're going to rate it to. So so let's let's do a back and forth. You're going to give this film a 5 out of 5 because mm-hmm. you love this film. Yeah, okay. And you're going to give this a 3 out of 5 because you liked it, but it could have been better. And the stupid flashback and the acting could have been better. Wrong. I was giving it a 4. But because you said I was giving it a 3, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving sure, it a 3. No, actually sure. I was. Because the action in the movie is really well done. <laughs> I like look. I like the movie. I'm, I'm not going to admit I'm not biased here. I really like the movie. I know it's not perfect and... I already pointed out what's not perfect about it. 
But I think as an experience, it rolls together to make it a lot of fun. Yeah, that's why I said I was giving it a four. Uh, even if it has the dirty words of cult uh, classic added to it. I don't really think it's a cult classic, it's though. It's considered a cult classic. Because this movie has never actually not been popular, to my knowledge. Oh, it, it was critically panned. Because it's specifically for movie. specifically for the reasons I highlighted at the beginning of, I mean, a, of the terrible acting, well, like, as if they none of the actors have acted before or spoken English. Yeah, well, like I said, it's like it's a canon movie. I mean, what do you really expect? But I mean, when I was young, literally everybody knew what this movie was. It was just one of those movies, like you know, uh, Terminator with with um, with uh, Schwarzenegger or Rambo with uh, Van with Stallone, sorry, and Bloodsport with Van Damme. This is just one of those movies. So, like I said, it's if you haven't seen this movie and you like action movies, I I don't really know how you wouldn't have at this point, to be quite honest. So you might as well just see it. But you wanted some yeah. Do, so um, on their Wikipedia page for Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah. they go into the history of some of his missed roles mm-hmm. and. There are some pretty standout ones in the canon group uh, oh, yeah? of films. Mm-hmm. So he was offered to lead in both Delta Force 2 mm-hmm. and in American Ninja 3. Oh. But he turned them down. Hmm. But American Ninja 3 was, I think, this year, I think. It might have been. So he might have been doing something else at the time. No, I think it's next year. I, don't, I didn't see it on our slate for this one. I was looking for episodes. I don't know. But yeah, he turned that down. Uh, and other ones, it's like you said, he was supposed to be in. He was supposed to be playing the Predator, mm-hmm. but he left the film uh, early on after he did some stuff. Mm. And he was supposed to be in No Retreat, No Surrender, but backed out. Well, he was in that as the bad guy. And he was supposed no No Retreat, No Surrender too. I said the sequel. Oh, he was supposed to play be in it as well. He was set the star in it, and then he that backed out. Bo- that would have been awkward. And then the finally, the he one. was supposed to be mm-hmm. Simon Phoenix in Demolition Man. That would have been interesting, considering I don't think Van Damme and Stallone have ever been in a movie together. And he was offered the role that Dolph Lundgren plays in The Expendables. Wasn't he in one of The Expendables? Uh, he would he would go on to be in I think like the third one in a cameo, but he was offered he was offered the role. Yeah, because they he was one of the ones that they were never in the same film together, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, after this though, he did uh, Van Damme did two more movies for Canon, which we already said were Kickboxer and C- Cyborg, and then I think he went straight into MGM, and then he got big after that with like Street Fighter and stuff like that. And yeah, just to confirm it, he was in the, the Expendables too. Oh, the second one. Okay. Yeah, like I said, the, this was his first starring role, and I can see why it was such a big hit, and it was very close to not being one because of how he more or less had to save the movie from itself. And as I said, if if Golden and Globus think your movie isn't good enough to be put in theater and to be put on VHS, it must be quite the disaster. Sorry, I was just looking at... Uh, he did not age well. <laughs> his face uh, especially didn't. I think his, his physique is fine still, but not so much in the upper area. That's more or less Bloodsport, unless you have something else. You yeah, that add. is more or less uh, Bloodsport. Yeah, it was an interesting movie to cover. I've been wanting to cover this one for a while, but we had to wait. Considering it's one of, I think, Canon's last real big hits. Well, just to give you an idea of what's on the slate still. That's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. possible future episode ones just for the season. Uh, we have things that are coming up action-wise, like maybe mm-hmm. Messenger of Death. Yeah, Bronson. Yeah, and I don't know what other ones are the action films, but because there's not a lot of action this season. No, not so Oh, and much. don't forget the sequel to... Uh, Alien from L.A., Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> if we can even get that one. Oh, I got yeah. it. 
Oh, you actually did. I was able to get it. I was able you to heard it, it here too, first here, folks, because I had no idea. That's and then good. we haven't finalized our non-canon stuff uh, yet. Really. Oh, there'll probably be an action movie in there somewhere. Yeah. Usually so I guess one. we should close wrap this one up today. Mm-hmm. I'm Randy. And I'm JD. And this was another exciting episode of The Cannon Cruisers. And we'll see you next time, folks. Bye-bye. Goodbye.